Hey, welcome to Devotionables, brief devotions for busy people. My name is Derek. I'm a BFG teacher here at 9th and O. And as we've been walking through our reading of the Bible this year and walk through the F260 plan, we're getting towards the end. We're, we're in the epistles, we're getting towards the end of the New Testament, and we're here today looking at the last part of Ephesians. But I really want to back up just a little bit in the book. I know we talked about some of the earlier parts before in a previous video, uh, but I want to go back a little bit to chase one theme in the book of Ephesians. Paul is very concerned with telling the Ephesians to take care, to pay attention to, to think about how they walk. And for Paul, this is clearly a metaphor for talking about how you live, for how in Christ now, as people who are raised in Christ, who have new life in him, who have the Holy Spirit guiding and shaping them, how this Ephesian church should take care to look at the way that they live, and the way that they live in particular in a lost world that is full of evil and temptation around them. But the idea of how they live in Ephesians is always closely tied to the idea of who they are in Christ. This idea of walking, theme of walking, starts in Ephesians chapter 2. Paul is telling the Ephesians who they were before Christ at the beginning of Ephesians chapter 2, that they were dead in their trespasses and they were dead in their sins. They were hopeless and dead. There was no uh, faint pulse. There was no thread of life. They were lost in their sin in need of a savior to give them new life. And in that state, he says that they walked in their trespasses and sins, following the world and following the prince of the power of the air. But then we have that glorious Ephesians 2 passage as Paul talks about the glory of our salvation in Christ, that we are united with him and raised with him, and we have new life in him, so that with that new life in Ephesians 2.10, Paul then says, we are God's workmanship created for good works so that we can walk in them. See, for Paul, the way that we walk is tied to who we are in Christ. Without Christ, we are dead in our trespasses and sin, and we'll walk in that. But now in Christ, with the new life that is given to us in him through his resurrection, we can walk as God's creation and workmanship in the way that we are always created to walk. He picks this up again in chapter 4. And in chapters 4 and 5, Paul comes several times back with admonitions of how to walk. In Ephesians 4.1, Paul says, I, therefore a prisoner of, for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner that is worthy for the calling to which you have been called. Again, see, the way that we walk is tied to who we are and the calling that we have in Jesus. What does that look like? What does it look like to walk as someone who's been called? That you walk with humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, and eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit and the bonds of peace. If we are all together in the church raised in Christ, united with Christ, and all of us various people united in Christ together, then we're one body. And so we should walk like one body. 
It's because of who we are united in one body with Christ as the head that we can walk together in unity despite all kinds of differences. The church does have and should have all kinds of different people with different gifts and backgrounds and upbringings and different ideas that are being shaped by God's word, but different ideas that are being shaped differently. We all have different things and gifts to bring to the table, and we are united still by one thing. We are united in Christ, in one body, by one Lord. And so we can walk in unity. Paul also tells the Ephesians to walk in truth in Ephesians 4, uh, 17 and 18. He says, Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardness of their heart. See again that Paul is saying that the Gentiles, here he means the unbelieving Gentiles, people who have no life in Christ. That they are walking in the futility of their minds. But for us who are in Christ, we should walk differently. Don't walk like the Gentiles do. They had hard hearts where we have been given new hearts. So walk in the truth. One of the glorious things in Christ is that we have the Spirit who helps us to see the truth and understand the truth. And we should walk in that. And also we should walk in love, Ephesians 5, 1 and 2 says. Paul tells us, or tells the Ephesians and us uh, through, the, through it, to be imitators as God and to walk as beloved children, walking in love. Why? Because Christ first loved us and gave himself as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to the Lord. We can walk in love because Christ was loving first. Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. And so as we imitate him, as we live to look like Christ, we can walk in love too. Then in 5.8, Paul says that we should walk as children of light. Because we have left the darkness of the world behind us, because we have left the previous life where we were dead in our trans transgressions behind us, we can walk now in light, in the truth of God's word that illuminates and sets all things, uh, puts all things into the light so that we can see in God's glory what is right and good for us to follow, to know what the will of the Lord is, Paul says, that we can walk in light as children of light. Because of who we are, we can walk that way. Finally, and in some ways the most important for how we think about it day to day, Paul urges us to walk carefully. Ephesians 5.15, look very carefully then at how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of the time because these days are evil. Paul encourages us to walk in different ways, in love and truth and all of those things. But most importantly, to walk carefully, considering. And what do we consider as we take care? What do we think about that will help us to walk the right way? 
Think about who we are in Christ Jesus. Ephesians, in many ways, is separated into two parts. As we look at the earlier part of the book, it's talking about the wonderful things that Christ has done for us and who we are in him. And the second part is now because of that, who we are in Christ Jesus, because of the glorious and wonderful things that he has done for us, those wonderful worship-inspiring things from the first half of the book. We have to be careful then to walk as wise, not as unwise, as children of light, not as children of darkness, as people who have the truth of God, not as people who are lost in the darkness of the world. To walk in love, imitating the God who loved us first.